Back to the Deep End with Reagan and Madison on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back on the deep end at 93.7 The Ticket. I'm Reagan Hinsey, joined with Madison Ron Quilio. Um, if you'd like to call in, we have the Honda of Lincoln hotline at 402-464-5685, or we have the Sardar Heaven text line also at 402-464-5685. And if you'd like to see our beautiful faces, we are live streaming on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, tw- Twitch and Twitter Live. <laughs> I was like, I was about to say Twitchter, and I was like, that's not a word. <laughs> So, got a little tongue-tied for a second. Yep, and then you guys do have something from the text line. Uh, Blake from Cortland says, picky eater, for example, if you go to Pepper Jack's and ask for seasoning, and if they put seasoning on your food by accident, or you ask for no seasoning, and they put seasoning on your food by accident, you make them dispose of it and remake your meal. Dispose of it? Yeah, like you just won't eat it, won't touch it. Like, Mm. get rid of it, get me a new one, because there's seasoning. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I would... I would count that in the picky eater category. Yeah. If, like, food is going to waste because you can't eat it, hmm, picky eater. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Just in my opinion. (laughs) Okay. But on a different (laughs) note. Changing gears. Changing gears a little bit. Fina released a statement, either it was today or yesterday, regarding the policy for transgender athletes within swimming which is has been a really big hot topic ever si- especially ever since and NC- before NCs before right? NCs or more specifically when, this, when uh Leah Thomas started competing um as a transgender woman um for what's college uh Penn U- State U Penn U Penn Penn Ivy. Oh U Penn U Penn U Penn otherwise we would have seen her at Big 10 <laughs> <laughs> and I would have remembered that um no but yeah so Fina came out with a statement like it was very just like straightforward and it basically stated that any transgender athlete that transitioned after the age of 12 will not be allowed to compete in the category that they transitioned to um so for like for example for leah thomas specifically that means that she will not be able to compete as a woman in any international stage so in that and that includes like the world which is going on right now the Olympics, um, Pan Pacific Championships, all that. Yeah. Um, you know, wh- which is very interesting because USA Swimming actually came out with a statement when everything was going on at NCAAs and they didn't really put in any changes to their policy. Yeah. Or it wasn't effect like it's not effective until this coming year. Mm, I don't think it. I'm not sure if it was if they put something or like an effective date, but I just remember being people being very upset with the fact that they didn't actually address the pro- the problem or they addressed the problem, but they didn't address how they were going the to solution. fix it, the solution. Yeah. But then with FINA coming out with this, it kind of sets, I kind of want to say like the precedent for what other federations are going to be doing because yeah. FINA controls everything. I mean, like, even when it comes to USA swim meets, you have to be wearing a FINA approved swimsuit. Yeah. With like the QR code on the back. <laughs> I don't know if it's actually a QR code, but it looks like it. Um, I'll try scanning it next time you wear it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sounds good. Um, no, but yeah. And 
what was also interesting was all the comments. Um, so I got the news about the Fina thing on TikTok, and everyone really, is, yeah. I don't know how I missed it. On I saw any that other on platform. Twitter. Uh, see, and it wasn't even on Instagram either. Granted, I don't follow Fina on Instagram, but like I would have figured that like Swimsuit News, yeah, makes a comment. For those who don't know, Swimswam is basically like the swimming magazine for everything i mean they it's cover like the new york times of swim world <laughs> yeah they cover i'm pretty sure they cover some diving but not as much it's definitely more not swimming. as it's more in depth into swimming like they'll they'll mention us and stuff if mm-hmm. something like big happens but mm-hmm. usually it's swimming focused yeah and so they're the ones that follow the results from all the major meets especially the collegiate um championship meets yeah. like they're breaking down every single power five conference meet by the night um but anyway I didn't see anything that they mentioned on here. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. I think, oh, what I was going back to was the TikTok. Um, all the comments on the TikTok were in agreement with the uh, ban, essentially saying that by banning transgender athletes, it will help keep the integrity of the separation of, like, the, the keep the integrity of the purpose of separating men and women in competition. Mm-hmm. Because I understand how, or from what I understand is that most, um, in previous policies, transgender athletes had to take, uh, hormone suppressants, um, to reduce the testosterone levels, uh, to a certain level before they were allowed to compete. And so, um, they, they had that, but obviously I guess it didn't do. Well, weren't those, weren't those levels still higher than like what? Like if, let's say we took testosterone, mm-hmm. would they'd still those levels are still higher than if we took testosterone? We, I don't know where I'm trying to work. Do yeah. you know what I'm trying to say? Yes, yes. So like, even though they took the testosterone suppressants, it's still higher than what the testosterone level would be found in a female that was born female. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. And so then, like you. And, like, as coming solely coming from the perspective, like, of a swimmer and seeing the difference between male and female swimmers. Like, male swimmers are just so much bigger physiologically. Like, they have the lung capacity. They have the strength. They have the muscle mass. They have the shoulders. The shoulders. I mean, like, even just, like, the size and, like, looking the, at the differences between a male and a female. Yeah, I, I'm intimidated. <laughs> <laughs> not going to lie. Something with male swimmers after not doing it every day is very scary but <laughs> i mean there is like a definite difference between the two and a definite difference between the capabilities and i mean that's not to say that female swimmers are nowhere near as talented as male swimmers i mean like female swimmers they go insane times and like there are instances where female swimmers ha- are putting up faster times than male swimmers all the time but like if you just look at the general trend and the general differences i don't know you, you, do you understand what I'm trying I, to say? I understand what you're saying. Yes. I'm just trying yeah. to take a step back because I don't know a lot on this topic. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to just letting you take the reins. Oh, yes. So that's but why yeah. I'm, I'm just sitting back and listening. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So basically, yeah. So that's the big news going on. And I mean, I'm, I'm just very surprised at how, um, what's the word? Like direct. Direct. It how was. hard cut of a line it was. Yes. And I think nowadays i think that's kind of like what we need as as we go more in depth or as we discover that there are problems when it comes to defining 
I don't want to say problems, but like as the definition of male and female get more fluid. Yeah. That we kind of need these hard line definitions or bi- I don't want to say bands or like I don't yeah. know what's the word I'm looking for like Rest- restrictions I'm procedures thinking. restrictions codes laws something something that just like explicitly says like okay this is what's this is how it is this is what's happening yeah and so are did they did they you said they um before the age of 12 yes so they try are they trying to cut it off before puberty I believe so I believe yeah I think that would be the intention okay um because that's so, yeah. that's when biological males get the most increase in muscle mass and they get those lungs and right and they start like it, they start to kind of like diverge from the physiology of like girls yeah i guess yeah <laughs> does that make sense and so yeah, yeah. i just yeah. read that it, like i just saw it on twitter and i was like wow like just i didn't think it'd be like you said such a hard cut line like i mm-hmm. thought there'd be like some leeway or like you can have you can compete in your own league or not league but like category Category. Mm -hmm. um because i know this is a hard subject to like make a decision on because in whatever decision you make there's not not everybody's going to be happy right and so this is like going to be a hard decision to make Mm -hmm. but i didn't i don't know i just didn't know where where they're where they were gonna what they were gonna decide wow i could not spit that out (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so then but then i mean like i guess you kind of just have to take a step back and look at what the original purpose was in separating men from women when it comes to competition in sports Mm -hmm. and so like if you take in and like if you refer back to that original purpose if the purpose is still the same then that means that transgenders would have to be put into their own category because they are different like it's just a it, different but then it comes to up for debate if they did get put in a category would you mm-hmm. have males that tr- transition into females in one category and females that transition into males in another or would you have them all in one mm. that's a good point because if you look at it a fem a female transitioning into a male wouldn't be nowhere near a would still no be nowhere near what a like male who did not transition yeah. be like. Yeah. Whereas like the female that or the male that transitioned into a female would be multiple steps higher than a female that did not transition. Yeah. So maybe that's why it was such a hard cut line because they because the transitions aren't equal. Yeah, but then. If they made their own category, they'd have to make more than one decision. Mm. So they'd be like, okay, I decided that they can compete. It just can't be in male or female, like biological male or biological female races. Mm -hmm. So if they said they can compete, but then the the people would be like, okay, so are they competing all as one? Or are they competing separately? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That's just... Yeah. Yeah. No, and and, and like... I don't know, being able to have this conversation, I think, is very important to just, like, kind of take a step back and look at each possible yeah. factor. And I I'm guess. just, like, I'm, like, brainstorming. I'm not trying to... Right, of course. De- ...degrade the situation. I don't know if that's the right term. But... Yes, yeah. And I think it's, like, when you go into a conversation like this with, like, the wrong intentions, I think it's easy to do that. But if you go into it 
with the right intentions of just being able to look at the problem from an objective standpoint yeah just look at the big picture mm-hmm. then i don't know i guess you would i would have to agree with the decision that fina has made when you look at trying to keep the integrity of the original purpose yeah of making the playing field even so now that the ncaa has come not ncaa now that fina has come out with this Mm -hmm. does this trickle down into usa swimming into ncaa into like club swimming Mm -hmm. or does each federation is that the right word federation yeah yeah do they have to make their own decisions or does it does what fina say is that the final say i would have to imagine that the influence would trickle down because ultimately the goal of all these organizations usa swimming and ncaa's is being able to compete at the highest levels possible highest level possible yeah the highest level possible is controlled by fina so are they allowed to compete in the olympics or no, is that completely separate? No. So, no, they're not. Because okay. FINA controls okay. the Olympics. So that, okay, so that oh, that's a huge deal then. Yeah. So it's just like top, pretty much, like you said, the influence would be most likely top to bottom. We'll probably start seeing more of that. Yes. Okay, Pop. Pat. Thanks for listening, Pat. Um, <laughs> our assistant coach, Patrick Rowan, just texted me and he said, they're creating an open category for transgender athletes who don't meet the men's and women's eligibility standards. And it's also for water polo diving, artistic swimming, and open water swimming and high diving. Ooh. So they did do another category. Okay. Okay. So, so. Interesting. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so then, yeah. So then I would be really interested to see what that category, like, what that category looks like in terms of like the competition level and like what yeah like it's intriguing yeah like what what times are they going to be putting up like what scores i don't know i think it'll just be very interesting to see what the human body can do do you think down the road there'll be like he harrison just asked about the olympics Mm -hmm. do you think down the road there'll be an open division in the olympics totally I mean, I can definitely see them doing it. I mean, and I mean, like, that's kind of what they did with the Paralympics is when you look at um, creating just like a different category for people to race in. Yeah. And so, I don't know. And I mean, the Paralympics is super cool to see, again, like what I, like what I said earlier, like what the human body can do and in different, and I don't want to say scenarios, but like in as different like what am i trying to say here (laughs) um unique people like what unique people can do and like how far can they go yeah that'll be cool to see yeah i wonder how long how far down the road it'll be obviously in our life uh, for sure in our lifetime oh we're living through so many firsts man (laughs) so many firsts yeah yeah and so this is this statement actually comes out at a perfect time because for one of the assignments in my communication classes is to write an essay about an an organization that is enduring a social change and how perfect and how that organization communicates that and then also how what what the implications are of that social change in terms of their effectiveness in reaching their own goals yeah so like in this specific example it would be how this uh statement it affects the 
Fina's ability to be able to properly regulate water sports. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. that's that's perfect for you to write about because I, I don't know about you, but I always had such a tough time writing about stuff that I did not care about. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. like in high school, having to write essays over books that were so boring. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. Exactly. But, like, this, like, you actually have, like, a firsthand perspective. For- first eye first hand first perspective yeah from your seat yeah of what's happening yeah and i mean like if you just look at the amount of like i don't mean to say this with like a negative connotation but like the amount of commotion that happened just at ncaa's because there wasn't a very explicit policy concerning this problem and like and we saw how much I don't want to say like attention got taken away from like all, from some of the swims that did happen, but like I don't know. It just seemed like whether whichever way you look at it, it's a very prominent problem that needs to be hand or that needs to be kind of addressed or at least have conversations about. And so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't even know how to articulate my words because there's just, just so many ideas, there's so many thoughts running through my brain. Yeah. Just, like, trying to picture every scenario. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. like, trying to... Like, I understand that I'm not going to understand where Leah Thomas is coming from. Like, I'm not... I'm just not. Mm-hmm. But, like, you have to try to see, like, her her perspective on it, right. too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, just, like, taking everything with, like, a, a grain of salt and just trying to brainstorm just everything. Mm-hmm. And trying not to, like hone in on one idea specifically yeah like creating the best possible solution for all situations like that's a daunting task (laughs) that's a difficult decision yes but it can be done i think (laughs) i think that we can definitely come to a very good compromise or solution i don't know yeah yeah (laughs) okay Um, with that, we are going to take it to a break. I'm Reagan Hinsey with Madison Ronquilio on 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 